1: We were terribly disconnected, people showing up on the wrong day to do things and nobody was focused. David's drinking was totally out of control.
0: Mick Box um, went to the studio on Saturday to find that we'd all gone home because we'd finished and he didn't even know. So that's how organised it was and I still don't know how it happened. I mean it was unbelievable. You know, Mick phoned me up over the weekend and said, what the hell's going on? I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you all went home, and I didn't know we'd finished. And I said, well, Mick, I mean, we all went home. Where were you? So that's how bad it was. Day by day.
2: Hey, you're listening to Day by Day, Uriah Heap. This is the seventh episode, seventh day in a row we've been looking at Uriah Heep's discography. We're talking about their seventh album today. Wonderworld came out in June of 1974. They recorded it in Munich at Musicland Studios. Cool album cover, which features the band as statues, but not a cool album. Wonderworld sounds like an album that was written and recorded just so they had something to release that year. And also, while they were making this record, the band dynamics were crumbling. A quote from Ken Hensley. Recording in Germany disrupted the band's normal method of operation, and that had a big negative effect on the group. Our communication was falling apart. We were arguing over stuff like royalties, and we were getting involved in matters beyond music. So business is starting to interfere with the art here. Mick Box remembered the weeks spent in the studio as being, quote, dramatic, and for all the wrong reasons. Quote from Mick Box, David was drunk for most of the time, Kenny was having an emotional time of it, and I was constantly trying to help them, so it was difficult for me too. There was also a bit of friction between Kenny, or Ken Hensley, because Hensley didn't like all of the attention that the flamboyant David Byron was getting. The drunk David Byron. And bassist Gary Thane was in even more serious trouble. Apparently the strenuous touring schedule, compounded by his heavy drug use, was taking its toll. Matters came to a head while the band was on tour in September when the bassist received a serious electric shock on stage in Dallas. The rest of the U.S. tour was then cancelled and the U.K. tour was rescheduled. Thane ended up in the hospital and soon after getting out he accused manager Jerry Braun of ripping the band off I guess or making it more about business than the music I don't know but they ended up firing him yeah so Gary Thane's gonna be out of the band after this album and a year later he was dead having overdosed on heroin Right, let's get into the record Kicks off with the title track Wonderworld Written by Ken Hensley A mellow ballad Without a great chorus So mediocre
0: We freely speak of dreams We marvel at what they conceal But in my wonder world Each sleeping vision is so real So I believe in hope
2: second song of the album is called suicidal man heavy but not great melodies so another mediocre song Third song on the album, The Shadows and the Wind, written by Ken Hensley. Better melodies than we heard in the first two songs, but I'm not a huge fan of this song either. Very poppy, but rather generic.
0: Show them all that this time we ain't giving in Ain't giving in Without a care they sweep aside our dreams To try and make way for their Stand and show them
2: Fourth song of the album, So Tired. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel while listening to this album. This is a really mediocre song. Byron even says, I'm so uninspired in the song. So, you know, yeah, we we can tell. Um, there's some cool riffing, but the song seems forced. Very basic chorus. As I said, this album is like... They were just making it for the sake of making an album. You know, churning one out every year and
0: you can tell me when you
2: Side one ends with a piano ballad called The Easy Road, written by Ken Hensley. Never hits the mark, just going through the motions, as I've been saying. If
0: you're looking for a place you can fly together And you're really afraid of what you're leaving behind Take the easiest road, but take care, my brother For you'll never find peace with a troubled mind Far better to love each other Than to worry so deeply About the place you're in and Far better to kiss softly Than looking
2: Flipping the record over, side two kicks off with Something or Nothing, a driving rock song, but another letdown on the chorus. At least it's about three minutes long. Second song on side two, I Won't Mind, Plotting, and Bluesy. So, if you know my musical taste, Plotting and Bluesy is not going to cut it for for me. song on side two, We Got We. Uh, this song has the best melodies or harmonies on the album. It's not great, but it's the best song on the album for sure. The record ends with a song called Dreams. And, you know, I keep saying this on these episodes, but the song never hits us with much of a chorus. So it's kind of plodding and boring, and it's six minutes long. Verdict on this album, they did not have the material. They weren't ready to make an album. They hadn't put in the time to write and arrange the songs, probably because interpersonal relationships within the band were not great they were having issues with you know maybe they were arguing with each other and their manager over money the basis is on heroin the singer is an alcoholic you know Ken Hensley the keyboard player is not happy that the singer is getting all the attention you know it's all these kind of things that tear bands apart and at the same time they're just trying to churn out another album and so that's what we end up getting is they just didn't have the songs alright join me tomorrow when we're going to talk about the next album by Uriah Heep called Return to Fantasy Dreams
0: Dreams I'll never keep My body rest, but my eyes refuse to sleep Sights and sounds My on silver wings upon a gilded thread and heard the song the angel